taking the first step is the is the hardest part, but people don't want to take the first step because what's beyond that is unknown. There's uncertainty there, mm-hmm. um, and what if they share with somebody their goal but then don't reach that goal? I'm gonna look foolish. Yeah, was it when you say it out loud? What is it? It becomes seventeen, 17 times, times more likely. Yeah, more likely to be true. Yeah. There we go again. Oh my god. Yeah. So not Wednesday this time, switching up a little bit, making things a little awkward and difficult. Um, but we're going to talk about failure and what what is failure? How is it? How can it help us? And how does it affect most people? And uh, yeah, we're going to throw in a little, little tidbits and what we've learned over the years and how it can help us, how we can fail forward. And the quote we have up on the television here is failure the end game or the end of the game or is it another challenge in an infinite game i heard that last week somewhere not exactly sure where i heard it but i'm a quote taker Mm. write down all the quotes that's one of them that stood out Mm. yeah i was actually thinking about this and you know some other things taking risks and you know like what sets certain people apart and i think fear of failure is one of the bigger ones mm-hmm. of if they're scared to fail then they won't even do it yeah people don't even give it a try yeah and then you're just you're failing there like that is failing yeah yeah i think for me failure only happens if you quit um if like we're all gonna make mistakes none of us are perfect none of us are gonna do it the way we expect it to be done all the time and if we allow that to stop us from progressing, then that's for me is considered failure. Mm-hmm. But if you um, if you make a mistake, you mess something up, you uh, you don't do things as well as you would expect, but you find a way to learn from it, use it as a tool versus as damnation. Yeah. Um, then I can, with that mindset, I can take you anywhere. Yeah. I see that all the time. People miss the gym. They didn't show up. They overslept their alarm. Then it's like a spiral for the worst day in the world. Mm-hmm. And they, they like let that happen. Or you eat one crappy meal, and then you get stressed out, and then you eat another crappy meal, and yeah. then the day's gone to shit. So why would dinner need to be healthy? And then it's just the whole day's a failure. Yeah. And you beat yourself up over it. You don't. You don't learn from it, you don't accept it, and you don't process it and say, okay, this needed to happen. You're like, why? Yeah. It's the, it's, a, it's like a split personality that we have, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like the one I heard the other day was, um, it's like your, your Sunday self says, all right, so tomorrow we're going to lock it down. This is, this is it. I'm going to start it off tomorrow, and it's going to be an awesome week. And then you wake up on Monday morning and your Monday morning self says, Sunday morning person, you're an idiot. <laughs> We'd never start anything on Monday. But let's wait, let's wait until Tuesday. Actually, you know what? Let's wait till next week. And we start to negotiate with ourselves in, in that fashion. Um, and it's and it's not a it's not negotiation to where we're asking ourselves questions or condemning the the previous day's self for putting us in that situation in the first place. Yeah. I want to backtrack a little bit because the week does not start on Monday. 
don't know why people think I'm gonna start Monday. Yeah. Like Monday we're gonna go. It's that weekend mentality that Saturday and Sunday yeah. is the weekend, but the week, the calendar week starts on Sunday. There's only five days in a week as well. And I know. It's only Monday through Friday. We we don't do other things on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. No. So but that was great this week, Monday through Friday. That's that's not the whole week. Yeah. I know it works. No. Yeah. So Sunday, like that's the day you like plan, you feel motivated. So why are you not making good choices on the day where you're deciding to start tomorrow? Why wait till tomorrow? Start today. And people would find a way to then push that back to Saturday and Saturday self would be okay. Sunday it is. Tomorrow I'm gonna make sure I plan out my week, I'm gonna do my meal prep and I'm gonna do all the things that I need to do. Yep. But then Sunday self looks at Saturday and goes, Yeah. Nope. <laughs> we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. I'll I'll procrastinate I'll procrastinate later. Yeah. So the tough question, which I don't even know if can be answered, how do you break yourself of that cycle? That's that is a tough question, and it it's going to be different for each individual. But um, I know, in in my experience, it, it it comes down to taking the first step. So setting parameters around, like if we know we like to procrastinate. So for me, if I if I know, all right, I have to do laundry, and it's Wednesday, and I know I've only got two pairs of boxers left. It's like, okay, well, I'll do it tomorrow because then I'll only have one. But I've, but I've set parameters in my head so when I have a thought to take an action, I give myself 10 seconds to start taking action. Now, that doesn't mean I have to complete it. It could be, okay, I took the basket and I put it up on the bed or I took, it, took the laundry down into the basement at least. Um, but it's getting in the habit of taking action uh, with the thought versus, well, I'll, I'll do it later. Um, or if, if even like I think you do the same thing when you have the thought if you haven't got the ability to take the action you at least write it down to where you know okay this is on my list to do mm-hmm. and when we when we write it down we have that um, what's the what's the word is that psychokinetic or um, I can't remember the, the term for it but we basically when we write things down we term tend to embody those things um, becomes part of us mm-hmm. essentially yeah. um, so it, it helps us then get into that mindset and, and um, that framework of taking action when we have thoughts yeah I think with the smaller items in life that like that's really easy doing like meal prepping doing the dishes and the laundry but when you think of like larger things in life and things that really scare you I think that fear of failure paralyzes action yeah absolutely but what what's what are what are people afraid of? Failing. Like what what but what what's the the underlying? Because it's not. It's what other people are going to think of them, probably, or at least a good portion of it. I would say fifty percent. Fifty percent of whatever it is, it's got to be fear of judgment from other people, fear of not living to whatever expectations you think other people have on you. I mean, we just talked about this. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think it's between that and the fear of the effort that mm-hmm. it's going to take yeah. to get to where they want to be. Yeah. So people will um, they'll look at themselves and say, "This is well, I've I've never 
run a half marathon before so there's no way I'd be able to I'd ever be able to do that mm-hmm. and it might be a goal it might be a dream um, that they've never shared with anybody before but they think well that means I have to do I have to train every day and I'm going to have to get really really disciplined and I'm going to have to take care of my nutrition and I'm going to have to so they start listing out all of these things that need to be done like Mm-mm. that's too much work yep. that's too much effort and that's that's where um people have failed before they even started mm-hmm. and that's I think that's one of the, the biggest issues with health and at least in this country is that that taking the first step is the is the hardest part but people don't want to take the first step because what's beyond that is unknown there's uncertainty there mm-hmm. um, and what if they share with somebody their goal but then don't reach that goal I'm gonna look foolish yeah was it when you say it out loud what is it it becomes 17, 17 times, times more likely yeah more likely to be true yeah um but i do think there's value and repetition of leaning into that fear and taking that first step because if at one time you think you're going to fail and you're scared of that but you continue to take the action and say you didn't accomplish it the way you thought you were but you didn't completely fail you still had that feeling of failure and you took action and you completed the the said thing. Yeah. And the more you do that, the more you lean into that fear of failure. I think the easier it is to take action and the easier it is to not be scared to fail. To yeah. be like, so what? If I do, oh well. Yeah. But if I do, guess what's gonna happen? And I think that's over the past prior to twenty twenty. Well like when, you know, became a business owner and Um, right before the pandemic hit and life took a spiral. I think that was something I've learned over the years or just like all of these scary things happened because the pandemic was absolutely terrifying Mm -hmm. in my first year in business. But just leaning into that fear and just being like, all right, I'm scared and anxious all the time. Why am I wasting my time on this feel like on these feelings when things work out the way they're supposed to? I either like I know I'm gonna give my best effort most of the time. And if I don't, then I know that I wasn't really committed to what I was doing. Yeah. But if I just lean into it and don't, not necessarily don't feel those feelings, but don't let those feelings take over. Yeah. Don't let the fear freak you out and just lean into it and, and go with it. You can't be scared. They say that what the, the, the loose definition of courage is being afraid of something but taking action anyway. Yeah. And, and that's, that is... As simple as it sounds, it, it sounds easy, but it's not simple. Or it's simple, but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking courage or using courage to take action—it's like imagine if you sat around for the year previous before a pandemic ever happened and said, "What if a pandemic happens? What if? What if? What if? What if? What if? What if? All the shit that we worry about. What's it? They say ninety percent of the stuff that we worry about never actually happens." Mm-hmm. Um, so we spend a lot of energy and a lot of wasted time worrying about shit that's never going to happen. So to to look at how like switching the, the script and flipping the script and saying what if, and then we always go on the negative. What if? Yeah. But what if we go the other way? What if we grow the business to blank? And then what if we are able to help this amount of people? And what if? we were able to make this amount of money and what if yeah. so start to go what if the opposite way and it opens up a whole new different perspective and, and new opportunities 
but if we're always looking at the narrow perspective of what if the failure part mm-hmm. then the, the, those opportunities get smaller and smaller and smaller and the less action we take yeah i think po- people naturally take the the negative route like not many people have that positive direction be like well you know what if the good things happened yeah what if we do grow the business what if i do succeed mm-hmm. how awesome is that going to feel yeah and it's not that you're not focusing on the negative or you're not acknowledging that it could happen because it very well could. Yeah. But if you manifest the negativity, like that's going to be there and you're going to be more likely to fail versus if you just focus on succeeding and being absolutely incredible at everything you do, you're going to be more likely to be that version of yourself. Yeah. So that energy is wasted and you could be so much more productive or successful and not fail as much or take lessons from failure to propel yourself forward Mm -hmm. if you focus on the positives and have positive self-talk love yourself a little bit yeah tell yourself you're awesome and cut yourself some grace because we we do tend to we tend to take action on whatever our body is feeling Mm -hmm. like whatever the emotion is we will tend to take action based off that yeah so if we're focusing on the negative we're focusing on what will go wrong or what might go wrong then the, the the likelihood of action is diminished. Yeah. But if we're focused, because it's 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 restrictive. But when we focus on what could go right, that's expansive, and we tend to take action because the positive emotion is attached there. And most of the time, like yes, there's going to be times that, um, depending on how we grew up. So say for example, we we grew up with a mindset of and hearing um, money doesn't grow on trees and um, what do you think? I'm a bank. You think I'm made of money? Those types of things. So if we have that kind of mentality ingrained in us about money, mm-hmm. then when when it comes to opportunities, when those opportunities do show up, that that mentality and those emotions are they're almost ingrained in our nervous system. So when we hear and see things about money, we we naturally respond to money with that central nervous system kind of response yeah like Um, scarcity so it's yeah so it's our it's our body then that's creating the thoughts based off condition patterns Mm -hmm. so it's a matter of then being aware of that and breaking the working on breaking the cycle because it's not something to where you can just go oh no that's a false thought let me just move on like it's gonna it obviously takes repetition takes time to to change Mm -hmm. that mindset and to change that feeling in your central nervous system yeah, I think so many people too don't realize that little things like that, like your perception of money, like little sayings like that is conditioned from your parents or the people you're around mm-hmm. or all of that because everything that you are is a makeup of your experience. Yeah. Just the way you are, the way you feel, your views on life, like all of that. And it takes, it's hard to break it once those are there. But if you can have your own independent thoughts and think, okay, this is how I'm thinking right now, but this is not in line with the person I want to be. This is not identifying with the values that I have. Yeah. I just have to change my thought process and start acting towards that way. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how the people around you are acting. Like if you want to change that conditioned path, like you can. It doesn't have to be, well, that's just how I grew up. Yeah. Or that's what I was learned or taught. Yeah. Learned. That's how I learned. <laughs> I learned. I learned that. Learned the word capital yeah. T on the end. Uh, it's the same on the fitness side of things though. on the fitness side of things that people they, they've been say somebody that may have been overweight their whole life mm-hmm. and they have that 
again that pattern of well this is just the way I am yeah. so it's that fixed mindset we get into this like, well this is just how it is there's nothing that can be done about it or genetics it's genetics it's yeah, my I'm, genetics I'm big boned and things along those lines and it's just it's yeah. not how it is you can change yeah you can change who you are you can mm-hmm. change who you want to be you can change your personality you can change your thought processes you can change your your nervous system mm-hmm. but it's a matter of being willing to put the work in and I think that's that's the hard part is yeah. people don't want to put the work in yeah I also think people don't believe and they don't know how strong or capable they truly are oh yeah like they that's so suppressed mm-hmm. like even like I believe it even with myself like I think oh, I want to quit or oh, this like this sucks or whatever no like I can that's like the 40% mark I got 60% more left in me. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go. You got to pick it up. Like, emotionally, mentally, physically, like, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I'm more capable than I'm giving myself credit for. And I think people, that's how people hold themselves back. They put a limit on what they can do or the things that they can achieve mm-hmm. or the feelings that they can have. And they don't expand upon that. Yep. The, there's all, all of the... The motivational speakers that you ever hear, they always talk about self-limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. and that's it, that's a real thing. Like, and I think the biggest part with any sort of transformation or change that we want to make in our lives, the, the first part is awareness. Mm-hmm. We have to be aware of what those patterns are. And um, spoke with Shane the other day, talking about journaling and being able to um, to get those thoughts out on paper because mm-hmm. what. If, a lot of times, if we're if we're not writing it down, if we're not having a constructive way of of um, I guess analyzing those patterns, mm-hmm. then we'll never become properly aware of them. And if we're not aware of them, we can't change them. We don't have a choice to change them because we're not. We don't know what exists. Yeah, you gotta take inventory. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Once a year. Once a year. Yep. Yeah. Like, like a big one. Big inventory on yourself. Yeah. On things I've done, things that I would like to do, things, mm-hmm. people that I may need to reach out to and help make amends and all those different things. That's basically like New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Inventory in your life. Mm-hmm. But now those have a bad stigma around them. They do, unfortunately. Yeah, let's not even get into those. Nope, no, let's <laughs> not. Let's not. Well, I guess that that is part of it as well because you look at. Like where where does the failure come from? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, like it, it comes down to the awareness, the the education side of it. Like if we're not getting that, if we don't have that awareness and the education, um, again, we can't make reasoned choices. So it's then obviously the community. Like you have to have people around you that are that are looking to do the same things or have been through what you are currently going through. Mm-hmm. So you have people that have blazed the path before you and you, you get to walk that path behind them or with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I guess a, another aspect of it is, is accountability, like talking to people about it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, and it doesn't have to be, I'm gonna put on Facebook and then when, when or if I do make a mistake or relapse and fall backwards a little bit or fail if we wanna call it that, um, then the whole world knows but it's find a couple of close confidants that you're like hey this is what I'm going to do yeah. and um, I'm, I'm working on educating myself on this side of things um, I'm, I'm developing a little community that's going to help me along the way but I need you to hold me accountable 
specifically yeah. so it's one or two people that are gonna hold you accountable yeah that's gonna sound really rude but like you're not special no you're unique but you're not special you're unique but you're not special yeah. like you have the same thought processes and feelings about things that that i do if i mm-hmm. like you know if you think that you're scared of failing i'm probably scared too at some like some mm-hmm. level you yep. know and it's to verbalize that out loud and to have that relationship with someone of not just like being scared of their judgment, but knowing, okay, they probably feel like this too. So I'm going to say this out loud. You could help that person yeah. or you could r- make them realize something that they're not even recognizing in themselves. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I think the friendships and, and the accountability in the community really starts to form is just bringing stuff out of other people. And you can't do that until you open up and allow yourself to be vulnerable and like ask for help like have humility in what you're doing don't don't be scared of judgment just be like fuck it let's go let's go you know i'm ready but i think it says is it another challenge in an infinite game i think you have to look at that word infinite and realize that you're gonna fail until the day you die yeah you know and it's like you can't be like all of these individual situations come up in life and if you notice you have the same pattern over and over and over and it needs to change that it's going to continue to happen no matter what your reaction is yeah so you can love life or you can hate your life mm-hmm. but what which one are you going to choose and if you don't like the choice that you choose change it mm-hmm. because you have that power you do and again, I think it comes back to what you said that people don't recognize the power that they have mm-hmm. in their own lives to, to make the changes that they need to or want to. Um, but no matter what comes at us, there's always going to be situations that are that are. I don't want to say too big for us, but they're they're really big. Yeah. And overwhelming and and scary. Mm-hmm. Um. But we have to take those on the chin just like we do the good times mm-hmm. like the, we have to take them all well we don't have to but in my mind that I, I take all of them with the same breath it's, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's good bad or indifferent or however you want to perceive it it's all life yeah. it's just life situations that i either deal with or i let it go one yeah. or the other so I, I i embrace it i i do what i need to do with it or i recognize i have zero control over it and, and be done with it yeah and that's those are those are the challenges everything for me is a challenge everything for me is a is a an opportunity to grow whether it's i do something well or i do something not so well it's a way to okay i I have an opportunity to learn from this i have an opportunity to learn from this from this from this Mm -hmm. and if we're always looking for growth in every situation not just in the and the ones where we may falter but in the good things too it becomes a pattern it becomes it essentially comes down to the concept of a more fatigue love your fate no matter what happens love all of it because it's life yeah and it's only your expectations of life that cause suffering and pain it's only the the idea that you are like it's being resistant to life like we're gonna have shitty moments it's okay it's fine we'll deal with it it's then being attached to things outside of ourselves being attached to other people being attached to 
cars and houses and all the material crap. Yeah. Uh, going back to the Mike Tyson and Joe Rogan podcast, I don't know why that one is so relevant. Yeah. Every time we've been talking about he, Mike Tyson said that life is already written for us. Everything that in our life is going to happen like is already planned out and it's going to be there and it's how you react and perceive each situation to determine how much joy and it like love you get out of life mm -hmm. it's like family members are going to die you're going to get sick we're going to have money problems at some point um like I'm what punch somebody on an airplane at some point yeah you're gonna punch someone you're gonna have... did you say that yeah i did <laughs> you're gonna have aggression issues like whatever these life things that are coming up you're gonna if you have kids you're gonna they're gonna get older and they're gonna date someone they're gonna get themselves in trouble mm -hmm. they're going to piss you off like all of these things are going to happen it's just when it does there's this shock like piece to it like oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening to me. Mm -hmm. Like It was already meant to happen. Yeah. It's happened to everybody else. And it's how you take that and how you roll with the punches, which is something I'm not always the greatest at. Yeah. Um, that it's, it's how you react to it. So life is already written. And how are you going to enjoy what's written for you? Yeah. And that comes down to the expectations. We, mm -hmm. we always expect things to go well all the time. And when they don't, that's when we're like, no, what? what? I didn't sign up for this. Like, well, well, I mean... Yes, she did. You didn't sign up for it. You yeah. just set your expectations a little bit off. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's where then the, the failure piece comes in because failure is... It's, it's based off expectations, based off outcomes. Mm -hmm. And when the outcome doesn't fit what our expectation was, then that's when we quote-unquote fail. Yeah. So if we if we focus more on the process versus the the outcome, mm -hmm. I think that's how we can we can overcome that mindset of failure mm -hmm. and and think more of um, and I know we've said this so many times, but it's it's focusing on uh, who you need to become versus what you need to do, and if you're focusing on becoming a better person through certain actions then failure doesn't exist yeah. it's a it's it's a constant pattern of growth i'm finding ways to grow so you're a, a phrase that pat likes to use is a fail forward so we're not failing backwards we're failing forward mm -hmm. so when you make a mistake you screw up you 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 falter you use that as as a springboard forward yep. only if you choose but it's the yeah it comes down to your expectations of the outcome versus let me focus on the process. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that, one of the top things, I don't know if I'd say top five, top three, but one of the, the top things that like I've taken from knowing you is to cut all expectations of everything. Because I am a very logical, analytical person, mm -hmm. so I think, what okay, what's the best thing that could happen? What's the worst thing that could happen? And it's like, even if I focus on that positive, if it's anything less than what I want it to be, there's like some level of like, not that I failed, but I'm not happy with the outcome. Yeah. Or like, oh, dang. Where if I let go of those expectations, and like, you know, tomorrow we're doing the Tough Mudder. Mm -hmm. like, Whatever happens, happens. If I run through that electroshock thing and I make it, great. Yeah. If I don't and I land in the mud, great. And that's like there's no fear there. It's yeah. We're going to have fun, and it is what it is. And I think that again, like 
hopping on the website and seeing like, what, are, what are all the obstacles and will I be able to do this when that one looks like it'll be really hard and then the, and so it can be seen in two ways that can be it can get people roiled up and be like alright I'm, I'm like I'm gonna make sure that I get past that one or it's gonna completely freeze people yeah um, <laughs> figure it to the end literally yeah. in one of them what is it? The Arctic Enema. Arctic Enema. Yeah. It's, it's not gonna... Yeah. <laughs> but, like, when we set those expectations, so we're, we're already thinking, like, oh, my God, that, that that thing is gonna be, like, just above freezing. It's gonna be horrible. Yeah. Or it can be... And I was doing this at the gym the other day with Colin. We were in the middle of doing those, the two minutes of deadlifts, two minutes of push-ups, two minutes of squats, two minutes of, yeah. of pull-downs. And I'm in the middle of the, the squats on the third set. Um, so I'm about 34 minutes of work in at this point. And I was like, I was miserable. I was absolutely miserable. But I just, I was looking in the mirror going, I love this. This is the best. This is great. So I, I, I just, I had to change my state in that moment to to make the suck go away. Yeah. But it, again, it when we when we have the expectation or when we have those moments where things are shitty we have the power to to look at it as this is a moment of growth yeah like at the moment where i want to stop the moment where i want to quit the moment where i see it as failure is the exact moment that i can shift and go no this is an opportunity to grow mm-hmm. but when we we set those expectations we look we we research we go on webmd and we see that we have a a I have a pain in my ass and you end up finding that you have cancer of the eyeball you're like oh, we no. freak out <laughs> yeah like well calm down chill out let's go yeah. to the doctor and let's see what the professionals say but it, we we set ourselves up for these things mm-hmm. instead of and it's not easy like people are like well you have to have expectations you gotta set and as teachers that that was everything that we were taught mm, yeah. you have to set high expectations like no you have to set high standards and then let your expectations go yeah and then if they either meet the standards or they don't meet the standards if they don't meet the standards then you have you have tools they use to help them get to those standards and if they've met the standards or exceeded give them a high five yeah good job yeah so that that getting rid of expectations makes life so much easier because you do it forces you to focus on on the process Mm -hmm. like okay if this is the standard how do I meet the standard how do I get to that place? Yeah. Taking away the expectations eliminated a lot of worry in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm a worry wart. I do. I freak out a little bit about some things like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like the good jitters or the bad jitters or just jitters in general, but um, just removing expectations and looking at everything from like a broader standpoint, it's like, okay, I'm just enjoying life. Yeah. Going with the flow. Yep. Yeah, it's here. Jump in the water and enjoy it. Splash around. Yeah. In the Arctic Enema. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be any splashing. Nope. I'll be in and out as quick as possible. Yep. Um, so yeah, the failure is all perspective like anything else in life. At the end of the day, if you if you make a mistake, we can have the all or nothing response to where it's like, well, I screwed up. That's mm-hmm. it. It's over. You have to learn the most from your failures. Like, who learns when they win? Yeah. Not many. Not an awful lot. Not a lot. You take more from your failures than you do your successes. Yeah. And if there wasn't any failures, we wouldn't grow as people. No. We're going to grow all the time. Everybody would just walk around like, look at me, I'm so perfect. 
How about you? Me too. Everyone would be boring. <laughs> what would be horrendous, wouldn't it? Yeah. Imagine kids not messing up and typing things into YouTube that they're not supposed to type in. Uh oh, this yeah. sounds like a story for later. Yeah, yeah, we'll check. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, another, like, we had a situation the other day. One kid was big brother doing big brother things. Um, came in and told us that the little one was looking up things that she shouldn't have been looking up. And in that moment, instinctually, because something that I truly believe, is that first thought is how you were raised, second thought is all your own. My first thought was to lose my shit. Second thought was, chill out, let's get all the information first, and then let's logically figure out what needs to happen, what's the next step, yeah. to make sure this doesn't happen again. And yeah, it was it was a good moment, because it, 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 again, previously, I would have lost it. Yeah. What? what? What's that going to accomplish? It'll make my child afraid of me? Yeah. That's not what I want. That's not what I need. So it's, yeah. It, those are little failures as as parents that we have. We can't control everything all the time. Mm -hmm. We really can't control anything all the time. But when those moments do come up, like you said, how do we respond? Because yeah. I could have easily reacted. And most of the time when I react, it's not a good yeah. outcome for anybody. Then I end up having to apologize to people. And, but when I respond, then there's an opportunity for all of us to grow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a little failure as a parent. But, again, the expectation. Do I expect to be great all the time? No. Mm -hmm. Some of the time, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think that's about it. We good? Yeah. Is failure the end of the game or is it another infinite challenge? No. Another challenge in an infinite game. Maybe the fun isn't the greatest. Yeah. I just read that wrong. <laughs> I skipped a line. But that's all it is, folks. It's just another challenge. The game does not end. No, no matter what it is we're, we're working to towards. The infinite game, the, if, if it's the end of the game, then we're dead. Yeah. The infinite game could be our legacy. Mm -hmm. What do we leave behind? Yeah. Don't be scared to fail. Lean into the discomfort and just fucking do it. Go get that art again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. That's all we got. All right. Peace and love, folks. Thank you for listening. Go for it.